0: Hello, geeks, and welcome to another episode of the Geek Broadscast, a podcast where three broads discuss anything and everything geeky. I am one of your hosts, Lauren, and with me on this geeky journey today is just Katie. Katie, what's going on? Hello,
1: Lauren. Are we ready to dive into all of our tabs? (laughs) Yes,
0: the Power Twins are added in full force with like 20 tabs up for this episode. (laughs) All of the news. (laughs) Yes, we have. So today, so Christina's not here. Um, She is very busy. She's in the middle of moving to a whole new state, a whole new city. So obviously. A whole new state. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So she's very busy. So she won't, uh, she's not going to be here today. Probably not next week either. But after that, hopefully we will get her back on. Because we're going to have a lot to talk about. We got the what ifs coming, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And we have our Black Widow recap that we're going to do as well. So, she's going to be a part of all that good stuff. But until then, me and Katie are going to hold the fort down. So, without further ado, let's jump into our first bit of news. And it is Pretty Big Kids. Amazon Lord of the Rings series. They have dropped a premiere date and dropped a first image and it's a beauty. Uh so from uh this comes from IGN and the Amazon uh Amazon Studios is premiering the show on September 2nd, 2022. So we are only a year away from this I think it's going to be a pretty big series. It's mm-hmm. going to I'm just I mean the first image that we see looks incredible. Um, I'm, I'm speechless. I mean, this is very like, wow, Peter Jackson-esque, like, looks beautiful. So I can't wait to dive into this whole series. So the synopsis, the plot synopsis, as IGN has it, is a, it says, the new epic drama brings to screens for the very first time the J.R.R. Tolkien's fabled second age of middle earth's history beginning in a time of relative peace thousands of years before the events of J. R. R. Tolkien's the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings books. The series follows an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new as they confront the long feared reemergence of evil to middle earth. So Katie, let's Walk me through it. Your thoughts right now. How do you feel about it? What are your overall opinions on the image? And how excited are you for this freaking amazing show that we're getting? Oh, man, I have been excited. Um, it's very
1: interesting to me that there's still not a uh, name for this show. They're just calling it the Lord of the Rings project on Amazon Series. Prime. Series, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah, they're official. Just- it's just, yeah, there's no name yet, um, you know, but looking at this image, like it immediately brings me back to Middle Earth. It looks yep. like the Lord of the Rings on film that we know. Uh, and that, you know, that's great. That's that's exactly what I want from it. Um, I'm excited to, to see what kind of familiar characters we might be seeing, considering it's so far removed from the events of hobbit and lord of the rings so yeah it's it's looking good looking good gang i'm ready
0: for it i think i mean the characters i would assume because i thought some i thought way back when and i don't know if you remember this i thought they were talking about it involving aragon and legolas i swear to god maybe this was like a way before everything kind of I don't know. Came out. But man, I, I swear there was supposed to be and maybe this maybe this is another spinoff they're talking about of like following Aragon as a younger ranger and all that stuff.
1: But this seems right. Yeah, if it's thousands like of years said. before, though. Yeah. Maybe right. that's a different one, because I want to say that there's a couple of different Lord of the Rings projects in the
0: works. And I think that they are all on Amazon Prime. Yes, I think you are correct. That sounds that sounds right. Yeah. my My guess is like the elves. Maybe we'll see some elves oh, that we know for sure. Uh, I can't remember how old Gandalf gets.
1: He yeah. is hella old.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know well, about thousands of years, right? But, yeah, right. And I'm not sure on that, but I think elves for sure. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see. I think we'll get obviously, you know, the maybe the orcs and ox and all that stuff. So we'll we'll see. It's gonna be really really interesting um i i love these movies i remember watching them when i was younger the first ones the lord of the rings and it night it was cinematic man It, it was a game changer it really was because back then i think it was just like the the technology they were using and the shots they were using were were just outstanding so i fully expect this series to be that way i really do I mean, I even liked the Hobbit movies. Honestly, I, I didn't mind them. I know some people mind them or weren't as uh, high on them, but I, I liked them. I enjoyed them. But I I mean, I think that they're the Lord of the Rings is way better than the Hobbit movies for sure. But yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, a year. I can't wait, dude. This is going to be it's going to be some peak stuff. Peak, peak stuff, I think, for Lord of the Rings. Uh, yep. Anything anything you want to bring up, though? Anyone no, else? I'm just I'm excited for it. Yeah.
1: More more streaming for us to watch, right? <laughs> <laughs> more content for us to talk about.
0: More, so there you more go. More things. More things. <laughs> just the things. The things we have the to cute, talk about. The, the cute runneth over. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh our next story is kind of fun. Um, just because I think uh Katie and I grew up in this era. MTV kids. Y'all remember that? You remember MTV? Uh it turned to 40. And hot damn, that's crazy to me because I am 38, so it's been around basically my entire life. I will be 38 in September. So to say, you're not 38 yet. I'm not 38 <laughs> yet. In a month, but we're 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 closing it. But MTV turned 40, and what it did to kind of uh, bring back maybe nostalgia was reruns of ridiculousness, which. I personally don't remember when I was younger. I I mean I some I remember the the concept, but I think this was well after I was like out of my MTV uh, phase, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But MTV the overall, I mean, I remember it. And Katie, I think I think you and I probably obviously had maybe similar experiences of you know remembering MTV for you know the videos, the music. It was more of that. And I remember, obviously, the big thing for me was getting home, watching TRL with, um, what's his face, the, uh, the main Carson guy? Carson Daly. Carson Daly, thank you. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, remembering the music, remembering the videos, remembering the celebrities they had, and, like, how sometimes, like, that whole strip of New York was shut down because of the celebrity that was there. I remember when Eminem was there, it was bonkers, mm. which I love because, obviously, Detroit, he's my boy. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I for me, MTV was, it was that. It was TRL, it was the music videos. It was shows like that. The only really shows I remember that weren't, like, music video related or anything like that was, like, Road Rules and Real World. Yeah. And then I know after that, it really turned into, like, a very kind of, I mean, for its time, teen poppy kind of shows. So yeah. So what? You what? How do you remember MTV? Did you watch any of those like teen poppy shit? Because I, I did it personally. I think it was out I, of by the no. time we got into it. Yeah, I really didn't either. I mean, I'm
1: I'm as as school age goes, I'm one year ahead of you and Christina both. Right. So. For me, I mean my senior year, my the, a trip that I took my senior year was going to New York and actually we got to sit in on a recording of TRL. Um, I had to go watch this replay. I have to remember which one. Yeah, I, to, like, I, go in the I don't fucking remember. I remember what I was wearing because you can see like half of me. But um, yeah, I I was wearing like a denim jacket before denim jackets were cool again. So
0: <laughs> I'm having flashbacks of celebration when you were on TV. This is this oh, is my yeah. this is my this is, is my is head My Good Morning America in my Leia outfit. Yep, yep, I remember that. Okay, I yeah, to, so MTV. I, I
1: hear that every year um right yeah right. so I think that for me I, I fell off around the same time you did because once they started with I wasn't really into reality television at that time mm-hmm. in my life I it, with real world and um all of that that just didn't really appeal to me I guess I was I don't know it just didn't appeal to me and so yes I am one of those gen x millennials who says you know uh, where's the music on mtv you know like where where do you even go to find music videos anymore and now freaking youtube like that's where you go (laughs) you know i understand why i understand why they didn't do something a little more
0: classic i just wish that they would you know what i mean yeah because that's what mtv was when it first started i mean you know, there were some kind of like fun shows, but it wasn't like the team poppy stuff that I remember after like I got older, out of high school into college. You know, I mean, I like I said, I remember vaguely like Real World and Road Rules, like that was still kind of like my thing a little bit when it first started, like maybe the first couple seasons of each. But then after that, after a while, that was kind of like same stuff, same show, just different people. So that yeah. kind of got old, you know, after a while. But yeah, I don't remember like Teen Mom or any of that. Like I Oh no, never I never watched, watched any of that. They definitely were kind of
1: on the forefront of a lot of the reality television. You know, I mean, you you're look right. now yes, like yes. like MTV, VH1, the E! Network, you know, all of these. And I, I want to say they're all Viacom, CBS. And of course, I mean, I think you think about right. CBS, yeah, yeah. you think about Big Brother and Survivor, like the OGs and Amazing Race, the OGs of reality TV. So it's just interesting to me how that how that evolution kind of happened. But, you know, they've still got like all of the
0: MTV unplugged. I mean, imagine doing – Oh, those were so good. They were so good. Nirvana, kids. If you haven't freaking watched Nirvana Unplugged or Pearl Jam, but mostly Nirvana, you have missed the most amazing freaking like hour or so music you will ever witness.
1: Just amazing. And I think that, you know, they would do well to invite artists. I mean, you you think now when I think of like really cool live stuff that I've watched – all been NPR the NPR tiny desk concerts like that's our generation's <laughs> MTV right, unplugged right, right. it's really kind of crazy um but yeah that that's something like even if they showed reruns of those things you know to kind of embrace that um that part of their history a little bit more i feel like they you know just like the article on variety says like they have nothing to lose they've already got that under their belt just rerun it we will watch yeah. it we will consume it yeah. i think everybody forgets about the the Gen X like it's such a trope like oh everyone forgets about Gen X but I really think that they <laughs> people do like they've they've forgotten about that generation and just kind of what would appeal to them and definitely the old millennial nostalgia is alive and well but I think that they would do well to kind of tap into that you know the 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 grunge nostalgia a little bit more too
0: yeah because you know I was watching and I don't know if you watched this doc on uh, HBO Max but it's on the 99 Woodstock. Holy. Not yet. It's on my list. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning a little bit for maybe some females because it's kind of... Oh, for sure. It, well, it goes into like some of that stuff when, when you watch it. But it is crazy because obviously MTV was a part of that and they were just showing how so many goers of Woodstock 99 were so against MTV because of like what we were kind of talking about the change of like when they were like metal and you know grunge and then it turned into like the Backstreet Boys in sync. they're going with the times and a lot of people were like you know if there was like Carson Daly was getting stuff thrown at him all the time like the entire crazy. week yeah. yeah it was crazy you have to you have to watch that because it's just funny how MTV was involved in that whole thing it was nuts it was nuts Oh, anything? Any last thoughts on MTV or anything? Nah, we can go. We can go for it. All right, now it's Marvel time. (laughs) Marvel time. Okay, so we got a couple articles about Marvel. We're gonna kind of smash them together. First one is from Collider, and it's their article about Marvel's What If episode count revealed. So big reveal. uh, Yeah. So. Kevin Feige revealed that season one, so season one kids, of What If would consist of 10 episodes and that a second season of 10 episodes was already in pre-production. This was back in December of 2019. So, um, I'm trying to think what else. Of course, that was pre-COVID. Yes, that was pre-COVID. Life changed. (laughs) Life changed a lot. And I think the count is now, where is that? It's now going to be nine and nine for 18 total. So not bad. I mean I wish we had ten in peace, but you know, nine's fine. So we're still getting two seasons of it, which is really, really cool. Um, obviously a lot of the voices of the actors that play these characters will be doing it. So that's cool as well. So a lot of things I'm excited for this series, to be honest. Like I'm really excited. I love that Jeffrey Wright is kind of narrating this whole thing as the watcher, I believe, is what their is what his name is. Yes, I love that. So yeah, so instead of ten, as they originally thought, it's going to be nine episodes. Um, I don't think they've said how long each episode is going to be. Just it's very interesting. You mentioned that because they
1: didn't really give a count. They didn't really put any parameters on that. Some of them, most of them are around 30 minutes. Some of them are shorter. Some of them are longer. Uh, So I found that really interesting that they said like, this was kind of what we said, but we didn't really put a hard and fast rule on how long anything needed to be. We just wanted the animators to have a little bit of, and the writers and everyone, all the creators behind each episode to have a little bit of freedom and kind of make the story go as it's naturally gonna go without any kind of time constraints so that's really cool to hear um we're gonna get you know maybe some half hours maybe some 20 minutes maybe some 45 minutes that'll be that'll be fun
0: yeah i'm excited to see like what stories they're gonna do i mean from the trailers we've kind of have an idea but nine you know nine different what ifs i mean we know peggy carter is gonna be one we know um Killmonger as Black Panther, who meets Iron Man as like something. Spider-Man's and like the Doctor Strange get up. So it's going to be crazy. And I'm really excited to see what they pull off, what type of stories they're telling. And obviously how this connects, does it connect? is these are just offshoots. I feel like they're just offshoots, really. Just fun stories that we're going to have. You know, just fun talking about week to week and everything like that. So, yeah, that is what they are saying, what we have, an official count of nine episodes per season. And there's only two seasons so far. They haven't announced a third, but maybe we'll see how these first two seasons go. Uh, they didn't drop when season two would would be coming. It's just there are two seasons thus far. So uh, any quick thoughts, last thoughts, Katie, on that? uh that article
1: real quick yeah the only other thing on what if um one of the producers came out and said like it's really cool that we're dropping this after loki after we've seen the timeline splits and all of the things and i know that that's something that we all talked about on our loki wrap-up es- episode yep. Yep. um which is pretty cool that that they said you know yeah what if all of these are different timelines you know so i was like oh i said that too
0: and it makes sense i mean i don't know if that was <laughs> like, the original idea for them but it It fits just like how everything kind of dropped. We talked about that last week a little bit, but like how instead of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out first, it was WandaVision and then that and Loki. Like, so it kind of has worked, I think, pretty good as far as when everything is dropped for sure. Yeah, I agree. All right. So the next article is um, within the What If in Marvel Universe. Jeffrey Wright, as I said, he is narrating the What Ifs. And he was talking to the Hollywood Reporter about that, about the movie Brilliant, and the Batman movie, which I'm super excited for. I know uh, Katie is too. So he just talked about being the character of the Watcher. um, And he's not only like a really big fan of Marvel. So he's, you know, very cool that he gets to do something in Marvel, just being a fan. So he gets to be the Watcher. Um, I'm trying to pull some quotes that he said, he said that he tried to find a voice that reflects all of, um, let's see, he says, I tried to find out as much as I could about the character, uh, who he is, what he is, what he does and is capable of in this case. And he tried to find a voice that kind of reflects all that. So I remember from the trailer, we do hear that voice. It sounds really good. His voice is really great. I mean, he just has one of those voices that's just, like, it's just good. Like, it's really, really good. Um, So he talked about that. He talked about, obviously, the prolonged production of the Matt Reeves, the Batman movie. He's playing James Gordon, which is pretty sweet. I can't wait for this movie. I'm so ready for this movie. Um, You know, he kind of talked about, you know, what what his feelings maybe are on the movie or he just kind of, you know, he says that it it was Gothic. It's a sleuth. If that's a word, it's mysterious and it was tricky because of the conditions they were working in obviously with COVID. So obviously, oh, they were filming in London. So London, that area is Gotham uh, where they're filming. So, you know, just, he kind of talked about the process that they had to go through with, you know, filming uh over there with the conditions and everything like that. But he said they've made a brilliant movie and he's he's super excited for everybody to see it. So I, I can't wait for that movie. Like, I'm just I'm just super excited. Do we have it. a release date on that one? I thought we did. Um, I thought we did. I know they did say it at one point. Uh, but probably cool. changed by
1: now too. Yeah,
0: maybe. But w- go. Ahead. What are your quick thoughts on this article about Jeffrey Wright? Anything that you know? Any quote that comes to you?
1: Yeah, I love, I love Jeffrey Wright. I, anything that he is in, he's kind of my John Goodman. Like if he's in it, I know it's going to be good, and it's I'm it's going to resonate with me in some way. His work on Westworld is excellent. If you have access to HBO Max and have a chance to blow through three seasons of westworld i highly recommend it uh definitely am looking forward to seeing um he did reference the twilight zone and he said that his character the watcher is kind of the rod sterling of what if and rod sterling is the guy who would introduce every episode uh, so that's kind of exciting to me that he's just he's just there observing and and not interfering in the action so cool to hear about that um cool to hear also about or read about his process and just the way he um approaches characters even this character who is just presumably just a voiceover role you know it's uh it's it's cool that he takes he takes himself seriously you know, even, even in a superhero thing, you know,
0: <laughs> he's right? This, and, and it being just yeah. animated him just kind of basically yeah. narrating these stories. Like, yeah, absolutely. He, he's all about it. You know, he's a pro. I love him. Yeah. And then, so right now the release date is March 4th, 2022 for Batman, for Batman, that for is the Batman. Excuse yeah, me. The Batman. Yeah. Sorry. the <laughs> Batman. Um, Perfect. I'm trying to think anything else that steps out. I mean, I know he just said he was really talking about, the process of, of the Batman and what it took obviously because of the conditions. Uh, But he, like he said, he's like, I, he, he thinks they made a brilliant film. And I, I mean, from the trailer that we got the very, very like quick trailer we got, God, like a year ago now at DC online thing. It was cool. I mean, I, I was so hyped for it. I mean, hearing Robert Pattinson voice, you know, that voice, Uh, that he gave when he gave that line in the trailer. Sold me. I can't wait for it. Can't, 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 can't wait. Anything else, Kate, with this? Nope, I'm good. Okay. All right, let's move on to... Some Star Wars news, kids. Yeah, we talk about Star Wars. We can talk about Star Wars. Yeah, we can. If you want to hear more of my (laughs) thoughts on Star Wars, though, you can follow the Galactic Podcast at the Galactic Pod on Twitter, and we're on the Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all that stuff. So shameless plug from me to you guys. Love it. Okay, so Variety did a kind of a quick article of Star Wars movies and projects in twenty twenty one and beyond. So we are currently in the Bad Batch. Yes. And we have uh this Friday this coming up Friday um will be the second to last episode. So that- oh gosh. Yeah. I I gotta catch up. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm
1: three episodes
0: behind. I gotta catch okay. up.
1: So we have the Bad
0: Batch that will be ending in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So then we have a, a a little bit of a break because then in September we have Star Wars Visions, which is a ten part series of um short films, which is going to be amazing. I cannot I'm wait for so that. So excited for that. Yeah, and that's uh September I wanna say twenty something as far as I know, but that comes out September. And then they just announced today, actually, that we are getting a Lego series in October. A Halloween Lego series. Which is going to be cool. I'm excited for that. <laughs> Again, any Lego Star Wars. I like the holiday special. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was a fun yes. little thing. So I'm expecting that to do the same thing. So there's that. So so we have August, obviously. Um, also in August, we have the behind the scenes of the finale of the Mandalorian season two, which is going to be cool. Just excited for that. So we got a lot of Star Wars co- stuff coming out in August, obviously September, October. And then the big one in December is the book of Boba Fett, which obviously um, stars uh, the Morrison as Boba. And we have Ming now win as Fennec Shan returning. So, I'm excited for that series. Super excited for that series. I know it's going to kind of connect to the Mandalorian in some way, shape or form. That's kind of a spinoff of it, but um, I think it will obviously connect in a bigger event. I think eventually down the road, that's my personal opinion. And then uh, we have the Andor series coming in sometime in 2022, along with the Kenobi series in 2022 as well. And then, obviously, we have the Mandalorian series, assuming maybe 2022 or early 2023. 2023, December, has Rogue Squadrons, our first Star Wars movie, and going to be for a few years. Obviously, the last movie was, what, 2019? And so it's going to be like four years post that. This We're finally getting a Star Wars movie. We have a an Ahsoka series coming eventually. We don't have a date for that, but that is in the future, as well as uh, Taika Waititi's um movie, untitled uh, Star Wars movie. But we also have the oculites series coming. We have a Lando series coming. We have a a droid story series coming, and we still have fingers crossed for me a Ryan Johnson trilogy. Eventually coming as well. Uh, we have a Kevin Feige produ- uh, produced film supposedly coming, and we have a J.D. Dillard project uh, coming as well. So, oh, it's gonna be fun to be a Star Wars fan the <laughs> next uh-huh. couple of years, man. So, Katie, we ha- we haven't actually really talked Star Wars a lot. No. Your thoughts, your thoughts on all these shows. What are you looking forward to? Oh. Anything creeping
1: out on you? What you got, my friend? You
0: know, just inject it
1: all into my veins. I'm gonna eat it all. <laughs> it's just you know that the things that I'm really excited about, um, obviously the Obi-Wan uh series, it's gonna be so cool to see Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen oh, back wait. together again. Uh, that that's going to be great. Um, I, I'm interested to see kind of what the future of that is. You know, if, if they're going to keep it very focused or if they're going to try and tell the story in a little bit longer time frame um, than what they've already planned. That is kind of the most interesting thing to me. Definitely excited for Paki, Patty Jenkins and um, Rogue Squadron. That is looking cool. One that we, um, we missed when we were reading off, Rangers of the New Republic. Is supposed to be another live action on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, it's another Mandalorian spinoff. Um, I've heard rumors so, about that show as far yeah, as as far, far s- as it maybe not being happening. Well, <laughs> I don't want to say, but it anyway. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I digress. Well, hey, but again,
0: yeah, I think we, I think it will still happen. But yeah, what the premise of it will be, I think they still don't know. They're probably, yeah. It, that's just I my mean, personal opinion, though. That's that's uh, no insider information. No. I'm not an insider. <laughs> I know people who know people, but regardless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you really look at it, though, just look at it in a bigger picture. Like, they announced it, but they haven't really talked about it. So, you know, it's still there, but maybe they're trying to figure out what that show's going to be. Yeah. And who they want to have it be about. I think that's sure. literally where they're at. I think and they I think asked. Too- yeah, go ahead.
1: They they can you know that there's the, that'll be the third Mandalorian spinoff you know what if the other two what if Book of Boba Fett and Ahsoka don't perform in the same way that the Mandalorian did you know so I, I think they're kind of smart to just kind of play it close to the vest and and just feel things out before um, before they talk too much about it right. or go into production with it surely but um, i
0: mean uh, just think about it this way though if they if favreau and filoni are going to be a part of anything mandalorian spinoffs related they still got they got a lot of crap they they have they just Mm -hmm. you know they literally finished book of boba they're starting probably soon i know a lot of people think it's already started but i don't think they started season three of mandalorian yet yeah so they have that Plus, they have um, the Ahsoka series that Dave's going to be involved in, and I'm assuming uh, John Favreau will be too. So, like, we know these things are in production, so that Rangers of the New Republic show will come, whether it will connect to, I think, like you're saying, Mando storyline, I think that remains to be seen. I think that's where they're at with it, for sure.
1: Yeah, sure. But, you know, just like Marvel has a whole lot of playing field right now with, with kind of their future and a lot of things that they can pull from, in the same way, Star Wars has a lot of playing field because we're in that 30 years with Mandalorian. We're in that 30 years between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. There's a whole lot, you know, that's not canon, you know, that they can pull from, but – there's so much that they can do, and that's such a huge chunk of time that they can tell a whole lot of different stories. And I think they have a lot of creative freedom now too, um, especially Dave Filoni. You know, being kind of the the guy in, anymore. You know, he's like the 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 Lucasfilm child, and uh, I think that I think that that is going to be good for Star Wars, in my opinion. You know, there's going to be a lot of different stories to tell. And I think a a variety of stories um, is something that Star Wars needs. And a little bit of a a shakeup is maybe something that Star Wars needs. So I'm here for it. I do want to hopefully in Book of Boba Fett, I'm hoping and praying and sacrificing Ewoks to the uh, Lucasfilm gods that we get an appearance of my favorite background character, Laudica, the chick in the with the amazing bangs and a brunette wig <laughs> in the red jumpsuit in the background of jobs.
0: Which, which was amazing. Which I cosplayed. got the reference, which people got it. Better. They did get
1: the reference. You know, that was one of those characters that like as a kid always caught my eye. The deep like, cut. I wanted to deep cut too. It is. And I wanted to know about her. Like, why is she just hanging out and drinking in the background? What is she doing? What did she do to get there? Um. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're hoping and praying that, that Laudica survived and that she maybe is is still rolling around Tatooine. <laughs> right, right, right,
0: right, So, yeah, so, I mean, that I'm, again, there's, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Obviously, I do a freaking podcast about it. Like I said, a like podcast, go find us. But I just... As a fan of Star Wars, I'm just excited to be getting a new content, but be getting stories told from different people, especially in the Patty Jenkins and Acolytes, who is um, a female led project. I can't remember her name. I want to say it's Headley, Lena Headley, maybe Lena Headley. Yes. Yes. And she had a recent. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's that's Cersei. Oh, that's Cersei. <laughs> Leslie Leslie Headland. Leslie Headland. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So she did a recent interview. And she talked about her influences of Star Wars, and she talked about the prequels, which was really cool. Like, I'm excited to have someone that the prequels was their thing, right? It was their inspiration. You know, we're getting Favreau, and Filoni. You know, they grew up on. Uh, let's just. I mean, let's be honest. They grew up on the original trilogy, and they're the Mandalorian is projecting that which is great though because it's been amazing, right? But to get Leslie's perspective on it as like a prequel fan and as a prequel, you know, inspiration, I think it's going to be freaking amazing. And that's what I love about Star Wars is that we're going to start we're starting to get these those type of fans doing Star Wars now, right? Cuz it's just it's just obviously the the, the course of time. Sure. So the people that grew up in the prequels are now are now the people that are directing things. And now we're getting that in, in the Acolytes. And I'm excited for Acolytes. I think that that show is going to be really cool. It's going to be different. It's going to have a good vibe to it. I'm excited for it. So that's that's the one that I'm kind of eyeing more. I mean, I know Andor is going to be freaking amazing. I know Kenobi is going to be outstanding, especially with the rumors about it. Who's involved in it? Characters going to be in there. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for those two shows, but I think one that has really like my interest and I'm really intrigued with how, what the show is going to be about is Acolytes. It's going to be amazing. And then I know Ahsoka is going to be kick ass because it's Filoni's running the damn thing, and you know how, if you know Star Wars, you know Filoni, you know Ahsoka's his baby, you know he's going to take baby. care of her. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about them with that character with that story. I mean again, rumors of who's gonna be in that casting. They're already talking about who's gonna be in there. It excites me. Is it all true? We'll find out. But I mean the story wise and how what they're what they set up in her appearance in Mandalorian all kind of points to these rumors being true. And again, excites me, excites me, excites me a lot. So Anything else on Star Wars, my friend? Any anything you want to bring up, talk about? Anything yeah, having
1: like- okay, having looked at Acolyte, and I I'm remembering now, Leslie Headland, she's the creator of Russian Doll. If you haven't seen Russian Doll yet, Natasha Lyonne is the lead. Another character with great hair, amazing bangs. Um- <laughs> it's a it's a Netflix show and it's fantastic. It's got a really strong cast, really strong woman-led um storytelling and yeah, I'm really excited to see what she could do in the Star Wars universe. Give it to me.
0: Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready for anything new. We've seen Marvel have these kind of female-led, you know, either writers, directors, whatever in their shows and they've been amazing. So I know Star Wars is going down that path. Obviously, Deborah Chow's in charge of Obi One. Uh, Leslie's in charge of Aculite. You know, so it's exciting. Again, do I feel like Star Wars is a little bit behind as far as that stuff? Maybe, maybe. Yes. But again, they're tr- slow as the race, I guess, and that's okay. Yeah. Whatever, as long as they're trying, as long as they are yeah. giving these people the opportunities, I'm okay with it. I'm very okay with it. And nice again to have. Patty Jenkins, people. Patty freaking Jenkins do a Star Wars movie. Gosh, hell yes! I can't wait. I can't wait. So, the future is bright for Star Wars. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. It's a bright future. They've been the content has been great. Whether uh-huh. you like it or not, or whether you've enjoyed it or not, that's your call. And I hope you're not letting other people influence that decision. To be honest, you need to love Star Wars the way you the way you love it. 100%. Absolutely. And that's just again, that's me going into the fandom a little bit. But anyway. All right. Uh let's uh next let's go to the next story. Katie, I'll have you read this one because I know you were super excited when you read <laughs> the cast for this movie and everything like that. So go ahead, tell the kids what we're talking about next.
1: Well, deadline comes to us with some casting news and lists off people's representation and all of that fun stuff, yada blah, yada blah. It's cocaine bear news. <laughs> Um, Anyone who knows me knows that I'm kind of a schlocky B-movie queen. I used to have watch parties and themed watch parties of all kinds of crazy, dumb, dumb, dumb movies. Um, But I think – so Cocaine Bear, if you haven't heard, uh, Elizabeth Banks is uh, the the force behind this. And it is a character-driven thriller is what they're calling it. And it is the true story behind a bear – in the appalachia appalachian mountains who consumed 75 pounds of cocaine in the mid 80s and uh they found him and there was this whole mystery surrounding it and so i'm thinking it it's it's probably they haven't really said kind of what it is i don't think it's going to be like a sharknado with a cocaine bear moment but <laughs> but there's definitely uh, a lot of 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 lore behind it especially in Kentucky uh this bear this that, the actual cocaine bear um they call him Pablo Escobar and he is now a roadside he's a taxidermy bear now he's a roadside attraction uh in I believe Lexington yeah the Kentucky Fun Mall in Lexington you can go and get a picture with the cocaine bear but what I'm excited for aside from Elizabeth Banks being um behind this the cast for this is freaking insane. Like I don't. I have no idea what to expect, but I'm ready for it. Like with a name like Cocaine Bear, how can you go wrong, really? But the <laughs> a lot of the cast. So the cast includes the ones who drop this week is Margot Martindale who I loved. I originally saw her in The Riches. She's a character actress. You'll know her face if you see her. She's been in a lot of, um, she's been in The Americans. She's been in a lot of, a lot of things. And then also uh, Christopher Hivju. I'm probably butchering that, but he is. Better than I could yes he's from game of thrones he is Tormund from game of thrones Love him. the lovely yes the lovely ginger wildling who has a crush on brand of tarth um, and so the two of them were announced as well as a couple of other um child actors and a couple of other people but uh so elizabeth banks is behind this phil lord and chris miller are producing this <laughs> like Random. the lego right the lego movie guys okay um but yeah and then the rest of the cast that's already been announced includes carrie russell ray leota alden Aaron reich o'Shea jackson jr and jesse tyler ferguson
0: cast what <laughs> yeah the cast
1: that is, is- a- stacked holy shit like what is this movie gonna be i'm so excited for it i and and i still have no idea like all i know is the is the legends of the cocaine bear which apparently what happened and how the bear got his hands on all of this um sweet sweet fairy dust is by the uh there was a guy who had he was part of a um drug running ring was flying over uh got him the the, something happened with the plane there was some kind of complication threw a bunch of the cocaine out of the plane to try and get it to to act right i guess and when that didn't work um strapped a bunch of it to himself and tried to parachute out parachute didn't open they found his dead body with a bunch of cocaine and apparently the bear found the rest of the cocaine <laughs> and that's uh that's what happens. So yeah, character driven thriller with a whole bunch of star power behind it and a wild ass story, like give it to me, I'm ready for it.
0: It sounds crazy. Like I Yes. It sounds insane, like the like you're saying like the legend of a bear and all this cocaine crap. But the cast alone, you have to be like, oh, okay, like I'm in. I don't even care what this movie's gonna be about like honestly it could be Sharknado no. seven exactly i'm in i'm in i don't even care <laughs> yeah there's Aaron, no Aaron telling right mm-hmm. ray Liotta, come on yeah give <laughs>
1: it to me it's I wild don't even care. i don't it's even wild. care i'm ready for it i mean i hope that they that they um are having a good time putting this story together. I hope that character-driven thriller is going to have a little bit of levity in it as well. So let's, yeah, let's
0: go for it. Cocaine bear. Let's do it. I'm ready. Whatever. I don't even care. Just give it to me. The cast, like you're saying, the cast alone, it is solid. Like, how can you not go wrong? Elizabeth yes. Banks is great. Like you're saying, Lorda Miller, who've done, obviously, Lego movies, but they did the uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Like, come on. Come on. I mean, yeah, maybe they got kicked off of Star Wars, but whatever. Who cares? Hey, you know. What else? Shit happens. But this seems yeah. like th- probably up their alley as far as like this random weird shit. Random. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I mean, you, oh Shay Jackson, who's going to be in Star Wars. Yes. Come on. He was great <laughs> as his dad. And straight out of Captain. I'm excited. Whatever. I don't yes. care. Like I said. I could care less what this movie's gonna be about. Aaron <laughs> Cocaine. All right, whatever. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's dance. I don't even care. <laughs> Have some fun with it. Have some fun with it. Uh, any last thoughts
1: on that? No, no. Let's go for it with with your your must see
0: TV. This okay. So yeah. So <laughs> I am so excited for this show, and I you can mark it down, kids, right now when you listen to this. This show. Is going to be the next big thing. It is this. This is going to be the next big like everybody's talking about it. Everybody's watching it. It's going to be that major, and I don't think people really understand that yet until they get like a trailer, because the cast is great. I'm talking about The Last of Us, kids. So if you're not familiar with The Last of Us, it's a video game from like 2014, and the sequel, Last of Us Part Two, came out uh, last year. But it's basically about like an apocalyptic event that happens in the United States that turns people into zombie-esque things and it follows the story of a guy who is smuggling a girl out of Boston and has to get her get her west and obviously you find out why throughout the show and video games and all that stuff. If you've watched the video game, if you played the video game, you know what I'm talking about. It's freaking fantastic. Literally, I have never, like, I love video games. This game is so good story-wise. Like, I don't even care. So if, good. If you watch just the playthroughs of it, like, you will be like, holy shit, this story is deep, 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 deep. It's deep as hell. And you have Pedro freaking Pascal as the main guy, Joel Miller. Like, come on. Like, you, you already sold me on that. Yeah, for sure. Same. Number two, you have Bella Ramsey, who was a Game of Thrones, who is Lady uh, Lady, uh, Mormont. Mormont. We love her. She's gonna be Ellie. She's gonna be Ellie. She's gonna be the other big character. And then you have uh, I think it's Diego Luna as the brother. Who again, if you know who that is, it's Tommy. And then this article talks about Anna Torev to play Tess who, again, if you know in the game, you know who she is and you know what uh what that's all about. I'm telling you guys, I swear, 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 swear. They are, I've already started filming. I've, like, I'm so pumped that I'm following, like, I'm that crazy. I'm following, like, people tweet about it, <laughs> pictures, all that shit, because I'm so excited for the show. It is going to be a, it's going to be must-see. I'm telling you, just the story alone, if you, if you, just watch the um, the gameplay and just like the cinematic parts of the game, you will get hooked. like just the story itself and what who Joel Miller is, who Ellie is, who Tess is, what's going on, what's going on in that particular world. The creatures that have to like it's in freaking say Like I am so excited for this damn show. I can't wait. So they are, they're filming it already. They uh, are filming up until June of next year, I believe. So I'm assuming maybe a late 2022 or early 23 release for it. But yeah, guys, mark it down, dude, the last of us, that show is going to be must watch. It's HBO. So, you know, they can kind of go full throttle. You know what they can do with, with game of Thrones and how like, the the cinematography of it and all that was great a lot of the people that worked on the video game are involved as far as like you know drunkman who i think uh directed the the two games and everything like that Yeah, he was the creator so you have the people that have been very invested in this lore in this in this movie or in this in this video game being a part of the show which can be a good or bad thing again a lot of people, there's a lot of opinions on the second part of the on part two, whatever. That's fine. That's a whole different conversation. But needless to say, this, the first video game, the last of us, is that good, kids. It's that good. If you haven't played it, if you have a if you have a console, play the game. Play the fucking game because it is amazing. You will get hooked. you will the gameplay is amazing. The environment is amazing. I can't wait to see it on screen. That's my rant. Katie, go ahead. What do you got?
1: Love it. Beautiful. I'm right there with you. I'm ready to see it. Um, you know, this is gonna, I agree with you that this is gonna hit really well. Um, and this is coming from someone who has watched the gameplay only of the first one. Uh, this is coming from someone who was all in on The Walking Dead at the in the beginning uh, and very quickly fell out of love with that show. Uh I think that as far as story, as far as characters, and juxtaposing that with a very brutal post apocalyptic crazy ass world with zombie esque things, The Last of Us is gonna blow it out of the water. I'm yep. totally, I'm totally there for for it. I'm ready.
0: It's gonna be again, I I can't like I don't think I've ever been more excited for a show than I am right now. Like seriously, like this has me so jazzed and I had to shout out my friend Jackie on Twitter. She was playing it on Twitch. I got hooked on it and then I started playing the games with, you know, her and Barb I have a podcast. They talk about it as well. Go follow them. Uh, son, I think it's some break promises or I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the description, but it's, it's a good, they just literally talk about The Last of Us. Like, that's the podcast. And they're, awesome. they And de- they're detailed. Like, they are that good. They know what they're talking about. I digress. But this game, I was so excited. Like, this is one of the reasons why I got a PlayStation 5. I had an Xbox. I was like, I need a PlayStation 5. I want to play this game. And I knew part two came out. And I wanted to play the game. You know, I I I was late to the party on it, obviously. You know, I watched Jackie play the the part two first, so I didn't even watch the first part part one of the game. So like I was like my introduction to this game was so out of left field. But once I started like playing and like really getting into like the, the story, it's good kids. I mean really mark it down. That show is going to be the next big thing. Just because I I think it it kind of hits close to home a little bit because of the pandemic, to be honest, just because of like how the the outbreak happens and things like that. It kind of does hit close to home a little bit as far as like those ideas and all that stuff. But just the story itself and like the characters, what they go through. It's amazing. And I, can't, I just I can't wait. I can't wait. I I could talk about this for another two hours. I'm so excited for this freaking show. But yeah, so I mean the big news is that they finally got Test Tess, which is playing which is being played by Anna Torov. They have her finally, you know, being um casted. So I, I we have as of now pretty much all the big the big players in the uh in the game for for parts of it for this season you know, being casted. So super excited to see where they go, especially with like the next season. I already have ideas of where like they're probably going to break off season one and then what they're going to do for the following season, all this stuff. But that's just, again, that's just me being a geek and hoping and I can't wait because then they all, they have an entire other game to, you know, put into a season, you know, multiple yeah. seasons. So, and again, if you haven't even watched, I had Katie, I highly recommend watching the playthrough of, two okay because the graphics alone holy effing shit i'm telling you i've <laughs> never played a game that like felt so fucking real when wow. they do those like those movie cutscenes, holy shit like it's it's amazing it's amazing and the environment i mean you said you watched it the environment they like create in this whole show or in the game it's crazy like you know trees are going out of buildings and like you wow. can just—it's—it's it's awesome. Like I just can't wait. The music is really good too. Like yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait. That's—that's uh, that's my spiel on. Yay. um I the Last of Us kids, I'm telling you, it's going to be that good. It is going to be that good, for sure. All right. I know we have a question from Mr. Chris Davis, and I'm going to bring KD. it up because he's a day oneer. Also, if you guys aren't already, you should go to twitch.tv/slash/geekbroadspod. Hint, hint. Why? Wink, wink. Why? Because Why we're we gonna do start that? doing shit, kids. Yeah, we're gonna do what? We're
1: gonna have some fun on it. <laughs> we're gonna have some fun on it. I'm unreasonably excited for that. Just Me too. You we're know. gonna have
0: some fun, and I already have ideas <laughs> that I even have to talk. I haven't talked to you about yet. So, oh. We'll talk about it when we, t- when we go live on Twitch <laughs> later. So, Love it. All right. Uh, Chris Davis, he says, "Put uh, if you can put any of your favorite characters in the MCU, who would it be? It can be from anywhere. Ooh. Mm. Okay. If I go Star Wars Ooh. into Marvel, I think like a Jedi. Like I, I mean, I guess you can name any Jedi. But like, uh, like Obi- I don't know. Well, Yoda. Let's just say Yoda. Yoda yeah. and Marvel, I think it'd be kind of cool. I mean, like a wizard-esque type of person can, you know, move things with his mind. You know, it's all about lifting rocks and shit, kids, in Star Wars. So, feel you know, like, yeah, I feel like Yoda
1: would get along really well with, like, the Ancient Ones and and that I think whole him gig. And Str-
0: him and Stranger, I think, would be a really interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who you got, Kate? That'd be fun. Oh, my gosh. I I
1: I don't know. I'm trying. I'm, I don't know why, but Conan the Barbarian is popping into my brain first. Like, <laughs> I don't know I why. Like I like it. I think he would get along really well with like the Hulk and Thor. <laughs> just, just smash it.
0: Just Hulk it. Just Hulk it. <laughs> just yeah. Uh we have well, I don't know if it's a question, but Shelby Tucker says she wants a Spider-Man and Wolverine teamed up. Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine was a great miniseries. That would be cool. I'm down that for that. Cool. I'm down for i down I want to I want to know how they're gonna get the X Men in here. I honestly I feel like <sighs> I feel like we already know, like it's gonna be timeline, maybe mm-hmm. infused. Or they could do I mean, there's I hope, honestly, if you haven't read the newer run of the X-Men comics, how they introduce those characters and like what's bringing them into the fold is really interesting. And I hope they may be pulled from that, but I doubt it. Um, I can't I can't wait. I can't wait to mm. when they get the X-Men. I mean, maybe I guess, we can
1: maybe we can talk about it afterwards.
0: No, yeah, that's OK. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> we can do that. Okay, I think that's the only question we have from KD. Uh, final thoughts, KD, on anything? Anything we talked about?
1: You know, we blew through a lot of stories today. I'm, 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 I'm feeling sorry for my cue, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of shit to watch. I'm in feeling most, really sorry for it in the most uh, absurd way, but that's okay. Yes, That's okay. <laughs> I, oh, I did want to ask you about Masters of the Universe. I know you.
0: We've both watched it. Yes. Quick thoughts? Fucking loved it. Yeah, same. Fucking loved it. I don't know why everybody's bitching about it. I fucking loved it. I don't it. know either.
1: I, I well, probably, you know, I uh, you know, I know exactly why they're bitching about it cuz he mans on it much. I mean, right. I know. I get that. For sure. Because it's when, uh, yeah, it's about I don't know people girl. realize
0: this was only like part 1 of part 2 of season 1, like Yeah. Let's calm it down, kids. We still got like five more episodes. I lo- I fucking loved it. <laughs> I, I had an yeah. I had an amazing time watching it. I thought it was cool. Oh. The voice That's talent cool well. was excellent. Uh, first of all, Mark Hamill. You have Cersei. You have yeah. <laughs> uh, the Iron, uh, the Onion Knight. Like you had all these great, good yeah. freaking voice actors. You had Tiffany Smith, Collider. Old days. Yes. <laughs> Smith was in there. You had Michelle. Um, What's her face? Buffy. You had her. Oh, yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking great. I loved it. I don't know why people are bitching about it. I don't get it. I think it's yeah. good. I had a good time with it. I'm ready for Animation the second was great. One. Yeah, I loved mm-hmm. it. It was fun. It felt like 80s. It was cool, man. Kevin Smith. Yes. Well done, man. Well done. Can't wait. I know. Wait I'm glad that part. I
1: pre-screened it, though, because I'm not sure how the girls will react to it. They
0: love yeah. She-Ra. Um, yeah, I haven't but I'm watched, watched She-Ra. I heard it was good, though. Oh, it's so good. You've got to watch it. Oh, it's so good yeah i had to watch it i had to watch it i know add that to your queue (laughs) but i love yeah i loved i fucking loved it so i don't know why everybody's bitching about it but what good what are you gonna do what i'm glad what are you i'm glad we're on the same page yeah i know all right uh katie where can the good people find you
1: you can find me on twitter and twitch at penguin katie and that's katie with
0: a y all right, you can follow me, Lauren Romo at Loro knows on Twitter and Instagram, and then you can follow the Geek Broadcast at Geek Broadcast Pod on Twitter, and we are on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, all the good stuff. Reminder to please, please, please rate review us on Apple. It helps algorithms, all that jazz. Helps, helps, helps. So please, please, please go check us out and. As the aforementioned twitch.tv slash Geeks Broad Pod. Go follow us because we're going to be doing some stuff on there, kids. It's going to be fun. So go check us out over there. And as always, stay geeky, everybody. Bye. Bye.